Hey everybody, I had the chance to catch up today with Sam Priestley of arbing.co.uk, that's A-R-B-I-N-G.co.uk, and um, we got down and talked about the world of professional gambling, trying to explain to people what you do, and lots of other cool stuff. Enjoy! Hey guys, welcome back to Life, Love and Entrepreneurship. Today I've got with me Sam Priestley. Um, that, that was quite a formal damn start, I'm impressed. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> Sam is in Chile. Chile. Oh God, I, I don't even know how to pronounce it anymore. He's in Chile in South America in Valparaiso, I think. Is, is that how you pronounce it, Sam? Or I don't know. Something like that, Valparaiso or Valparaiso, depending (laughs) on who you ask. Awesome, awesome. So, um, yeah, dude, um, fucking great to finally connect with you um, uh, in the format of of a live interview, ironically. Um, So I I know, we've been meaning to speak for ages, and uh, it just so happens (laughs) that the first time we actually do is being recorded. Yeah, absolutely. So um, all of those um, sweet nothings, as well as inappropriate questions, I will perhaps ask them now, or save it for later. Um, I guess the best place to start, dude, is um, saying that... um, you know, if as best as you can in thirty seconds, if someone's to ask you, "Ah, oh, so what do you do, mate?" Um, what is it that you tell people? Oh, that is the the worst question ever. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. I bet you have the same thing. Like, what on earth oh, yeah. do you say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so in Spanish, I'm telling people I'm an escritor, like a writer. Okay. So that's about that's just the easiest thing to say, but it's not really at all. Yeah. For the last year and a half, I've been writing my blog, but that's just a hobby. That's just like uh, like an online journal. Um, but I do all sorts of things. Um. Do you sell crack, Sam? Is that what you I, mean? <laughs> I sell I sell things other than crack. <laughs> uh, I sell table tennis equipment. Um, I started a coffee shop. I spend a year playing table tennis every day. Um, I'm currently sort of travelling the world. Uh, I used to, I used to be a professional gambler. Nice. Um, I did a I did a tech startup, uh, which I eventually sold. And, uh, and, and, and how old are you, dude? Whatever I'm in, whatever I'm, twenty-seven currently. Fucking hell! You're like two years younger than me, and you've done all this shit. I say shit. I mean shit. Just... In the, <laughs> I mean it in the nicest of ways. Um, uh, okay, that's that's amazing, and I know that I interrupted you because you could have continued. Um, so I'm wondering where is the best place to start. You know what? Okay, okay. Let let me ask this. So you have obviously multiple different ways of, let's say, deriving an income. Why the, why the hell do you do the blog if that's not the part that makes you money? So before I started doing the blog, everything I was doing was kind of like behind the scenes. It wasn't, there was no real sort of CV about it. Okay. So I thought, you know, that we're going into the era of, uh, of personal branding and where your CV is your like online presence. And I just didn't have any online presence at all. With the online gambling, you know, <laughs> all of that was kind of in secret where, you know, you're, everyone's competing with each other to find the next thing and yeah. make money. So everyone so it's, everyone knows each other in like that scene, but, you know, ask someone on the street what we do and they just haven't got a clue and it would take about an hour to explain. <laughs> and then after that, we started this table tennis brand, which was all on um, on Amazon with Amazon FBA, yep. which was doing really well, but it's it's not it's not physical, it's not real. You're, um, 
it's all online like I'm running it here from Santiago you know literally just before I got on this call I was uh, I was emailing our freight forwarder to say you know we've got another 4,000 bats on on route and but I'm never going to see those bats so just going straight to Amazon so I was going to do all the quality control it's it's all just kind of like you, you know what it's like with online business it's not really real so I thought oh let's start yeah let's start documenting what I'm doing it'll be interesting and you know I've got a few friends who make a living out of um, out of their blogs I thought maybe maybe eventually it'll be an income source of its own you know I'm a big fan of um, people like uh, you know Pat Flynn with yep. his uh, smart passive income stuff yep. and you know Tim Ferriss and James Altucher and all these guys end up doing the writing stuff and building a personal brand so that's where I, that's what I start doing Dude. and you know it's starting to be a bit of a business in itself now which is which is awesome good right yeah and you spend your time um, from, and this is for the listeners that are, um, don't know what we were talking about offline, he spends his time doing uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I believe, um, <laughs> going out getting uh, smashed, and I don't know if that's the international term for it, but just drinking, uh, as well as like, obviously managing your, your businesses. Um, dude, so was there a mentor? Did you just kind of Google it and then apply what you'd Googled, or... Has there been a process to the way you've been able to diverge into all these different things? Mate, I listen to so many podcasts, but apart <laughs> from that, not really. Um, you know, I kind of think part that of the is, thing that, about that me... That is not going to help our audience, not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> not really, mate. <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, I got so much value I've, out of your podcast, do you think? Oh, <laughs> uh, mate, but you know, that's not including your podcast, which is obviously awesome. <laughs> no, I... No, just, but... You know, you know when you're doing something which is so different to everyone else, yep. having a mentor or following the herd is kind of the opposite of what you're doing. Yep. So everything I've done has just kind of been trial and error, giving stuff a go, being like a ridiculous optimist. You know, I'm kind of just one of these people who thinks that you know, if you give, you can give anything a go and there's a good chance it will work out. And I've yet to be proved wrong, so I'm just going to keep doing that. Wicked. Uh, and, I, you know, the longer I do it, the more sort of anti I get to like, standard forms of education and I'm a big believer you know self-taught learn yourself trial and error nobody can tell you how to do it people can put you in the right direction and you can you can research but you know you've got to apply it to yourself are your kids going uh, to be hippies Sam is that what you're saying <laughs> I, I literally took a picture yesterday on, uh, on some steps yeah. with big graffiti over it saying uh, we're not hippies we're happies so <laughs> I think I've sense... blown out to Facebook. Amazing, amazing. Nah, not at all. I'm, I'm, I'm just a bit. I'm a bit of a geek, you know. I like, I like sleeping. I like computers. I like playing video games, but I also like doing my own thing. So, so for then yeah, for um, now. for I mean, in terms of so let's say from 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 idea to to creation to to revenue generation. Which of all of these things that you've done would you say is the the easiest? Let's say that. Let's start there. Uh, probably an Amazon FBA business. That's that's really hot at the moment. I'll just, I'll just shoot for it really quickly. Like yeah. the concept's pretty basic. You um, you you sort of have a look on on Amazon, which is now you know taking over the world. Everyone buys everything on Amazon. If you've got an Amazon Prime membership, you know even if something's more expensive, I'll buy it on Amazon. And Amazon is just a place to go for everything. But what that means is that it's getting flooded with just bad quality goods, which are just sort of white labelled. You know, they're, they're from China. Someone stuck their own brand on it and sell it on Amazon. 
some of these things are selling really well and people are making a lot of money they just go there's, there's a marketplace called alibaba where you can get in touch with factories and then people just go to these factories get some cheap product made sell them on amazon and make a lot of money through a system called um Amazon FBA, which basically means that Amazon take care of all your stock, all your customer service. It's a really easy business, but it's saturated. So that sort of business, a white labeling crap and selling on Amazon, don't go there. It doesn't really work anymore. What does work yeah. is looking for people who are selling crap on Amazon <laughs> and then improving on what they're selling and just doing it better than them. Because there's so much stuff where just little tweaks will make it a lot better. And you can look at it, you can see their bestseller rating, you can say, oh, that's selling 25 items a day, that's whatever, £2,000 a day of revenue. Um, if I did that, if I got half that amount by improving it this amount, I can make that much money. It's just a really easy, straightforward business. It doesn't really take any capital up front. You know, it takes a bit of time to get going, but it's pretty straightforward. I, lo um, I, I love the way it's easy when you know how. You say all of that and I'm like... Okay, wow, I need to get my head around the idea of Amazon F, F, uh, is it FBA as well, <laughs> first of all. Um, the, the, one of the questions that springs to yeah. mind is how do you ascertain what is the issue with the product? Do you kind of look through the reviews or do you, what do you do um, in your, to work out whether a product is shit or it can be approved upon? I mean, you know, you're, you should know this as well, but half of that stuff is, is a blag. It's all about the way you sell it. Yeah. So you can look for reviews, see what people are complaining about, and then just focus on that little thing to improve. Perfect. And then it's all about, it's all about how, you, how you market it, how good your photographs are. Uh, it's, it's not, again, I say it's not that difficult. It is difficult. It takes a lot to learn and it takes a lot of time. But in terms of, so, you know, I started a coffee shop, that's a very difficult business. It's simple but difficult. Okay. It's very difficult to make money. Amazon FBA is complicated, but once you're doing it, it's very easy to make money. Okay. If that makes sense. It does make sense. It does make sense. Um, I know that you've just um, posted, uh, you just posted a blog about it, didn't you, actually? Sam, Sam linked it to me, um, which reminds me, actually, your blog is called, Air, <laughs> what is it called? Arbing. Airbing. Uh, Arbing, yeah. A-R-B-I-N-G okay. dot co.uk. And, and your name is Sam Priestley, right? You're not like a fucking secret. Sam Priestley. Okay, so, so let me uh, so, connect the dots. <laughs> So Arbeen is the name of what I used to do in, in gambling. Okay. It's the concept of, it's, it's basically like a slang term for arbitrage when applied to sports betting. And the idea is you bet on multiple outcomes on, say, a horse race yep. or on a football match. You, at, you say you find three different bookies and you bet on all three different outcomes and lock in a profit. So you're basically looking for places where bookies are mispricing their odds. Uh, that's concept. But the thing about Arbeen is it applies to everything. So take Amazon FBA. Yeah. With with that business, all you're doing is buying something which has been sold too cheaply in China and yep. selling it in a marketplace where it's worth a lot more. So you're just arbitraging that price difference. So that was kind of my concept when I started the blog, is that basically everything in sort of online business and life and skill acquisition and it's all just an arbitrage between the different marketplace. Oh, which, nice. you know, I've kind of gone away from because that's a really geeky... <laughs> really geeky concept. You really so are a geek, aren't you? I love it. I was like, it's just my personal blog. Yeah, I didn't realise there was so much thought behind it. I was like, oh my god, there's like a detailed complex. And here I was thinking, oh, I just thought of a name, but there's a complex process behind uh, Arbing. <laughs> this is quite cool. It's a six-letter um, like domain it. name. You know, yeah. how many six-letter domain names are there? You know, I've also got SamPriestley.com. Maybe one day I'll switch over to that. If someone. Yeah, now I know what it actually means. I'm 
actually quite impressed, so I think it's cool. Dude, I had a question. Professional gambling, is it as sexy as you see in Hollywood, or is that like a load of crap? Is it, what is it like in practice? No, it's, it's really boring. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, in um in Hollywood, you see professional gambling, and you think you know people who are really intelligent. They're you know they're beating the bookies because they got bigger brains. That's not it at all. What we were doing was simply writing um, computer programs which would go and monitor every bookie in the world, monitor all their prices, compare all the prices together, and then tell us when there was a um, a discrepancy in the odds. And then we could just go and bet on all the outcomes and lock in a profit. It was boring, took a long time, you know, made a lot of money. But eventually I just quit. I was, I just got bored. I'd made enough money. I decided I'd go do something more interesting and went and played table tennis for a year. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like an entirely different adventure. It's like, okay, how do I, how do I smoothly transition into asking about, about table tennis? Um, I want to, but I will ask first, what is your take then on Dan Bilzerian? Is he for real or is it rubbish? Or because there's different reports about him and his like, well, lifestyle aside, the source of his wealth, etc. So I'd, I'd love your insight as someone who's he's 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 just the son of a um, of a hedge fund manager. I think I think he's 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 not very well regarded in the online poker scene. But then again, I wasn't into online poker. That wasn't my my scene. Okay, but as far as far as I know, he he's he's just a good marketer. Yeah, 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 no, absolutely, a very, very good marketer. <laughs> so the thing people don't realise about online online poker is when you see these top poker players and they list their lifetime earnings, yeah. they don't take out their losses from that. So let's say you go to a tournament and you win a million dollars, that gets added to your lifetime earning. Let's say I win three tournaments, I've won three million dollars. What they don't show is this person's also entered a hundred different tournaments with entrance fees of a hundred grand. So you could actually have all these huge lifetimes earning and actually have lost money. So I think with online poker, there's a lot more blagging than than you realise going on. It's a lot more sort of marketing and people selling their expertise and and that sort of stuff. Online poker, people do make money, but the people who make a lot of money aren't playing against good people. They're sharking rubbish people on the low stakes tables, churning hours and hours each day, grabbing um you know a hundred just from taking money off people who don't really know how to play poker. Oh, wow. Okay. That's really, really interesting. Dude, lifesablag.com. Something to that effect, I think, would be like amazing <laughs> for you to write on, like debunking all of these like sales figures that you see, because uh, you've, just, you've just done some wonderful debunking there. I'm quite impressed. That, that oh, should... mate, I, find, I find it hilarious when you read about online marketers, and then you sort of delve a little bit deeper, and oh, there's, there's so many here, you're kind of like, all right, you're kind of doing okay, but so much of it is sort of smoke and mirrors. In, the, in how they're doing, especially people who are selling selling stuff online. Um, Numbers. There's some really be... good people selling stuff online, but yeah. you know, if someone's asking for your money, I'd be a bit more wary. You know, what is it that they're? Yeah. What, why are they asking for your money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever taken a paid online course, Sam Priestley, Rbing.co.uk? Oh yeah, so here I am debunking my own myths. No, I haven't. Maybe I should. Oh no. Maybe I should. I've um, I've I've um, I looked at quite a lot of online uh, gambling ones when I was doing my research for that, and they were all a load of rubbish. Um, but in terms of online business, I haven't. And there are some ones which I would, I would happily do. I think there's especially ones where you get given a group of people who you can chat with. Uh, I think they call them like mastermind groups. Yeah. 
I think they'd be well worth paying for because if anything, the reason you're paying there is to get rid of all the people who aren't serious. And so by paying a decent amount of money up front to join a group of people, you're basically saying that these people are all serious about doing it. Everyone, everyone's got something to add, basically. That's so I've, I would be interested in, in paying to join a group like that. That's an amazing insight, actually. Good point. The mastermind. Um, so, dude, you're 27. Um, is there, like, a plan that you have for the next couple of years, or is it kind of carry on experimenting, carry on having a blast, or is there some kind of roots that you want to create, if at all? I don't know. I mean, in business, I've got a few plans lined up. Um, I want to start doing some talks, you know, and conferences. I think that'd be quite interesting. Oh, wicked. So I'm going to be applying to some of them over time. Um, everyone tells me to get into consultancy, so I sort of... Uh, there's a, have you heard of Clarity FM? Uh, it's basically like uh, like Skype, but people pay per minute to talk to you. Uh, so I thought I'll, I'll, I'll sign up to that, and maybe I'll try and do a little bit of consultancy on that. Uh, I also want to start a brewery. I've, I've got this idea that I want to... <laughs> I, love um, I love it, dude. You're so fucking random. It's amazing. <laughs> so I want to do so a brewery, because I've got this idea that everyone has business cards. I mean, business cards are lame. You know, No one has a business card. Whereas I thought, if I had a, a brewery which made beer, and on the label, I basically had my business card, like my details where you can find me on my website, and I could just send that out to loads of people. Like Everyone would get in touch, wouldn't they, if I sent them like free beer with my uh, and I could go to conferences and just hand out beer to everyone with, with my things on it and, oh, dude, and I think it'd just be really interesting to do yeah 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 right, so maybe, that, maybe that'll happen oh, if, anyone, if any of your listeners has a, has a brewery and wants to do some sort of collaboration please get in touch guys you heard it here for Sam Priestley out in Chile running his personal blog table tennis uh, performer professional gamble player is now and all of the other things I've missed is now thinking about starting a brewery uh I, I, dude, I gotta say, mate, I, I love your blase approach. You're like, oh yeah. I, I imagine that you just have this thought in your head that doesn't get further, much further beyond. Than, yeah, I'll give that a go. I think it'll be all right. I'll just work it out as I go along. <laughs> mate, have you have you seen have you seen my daily ideas thing oh, on my blog? I have. Because I've got like, on, got go ahead. So I, I, I basically I went through this. I spend most of my time just just thinking up ideas. So most things I just don't act on, but if something sticks with me for a while, so for most of last year I sort of wrote down most of my ideas on my blog, and there's about a thousand on there from all sorts of businesses, all sorts of things. And then if one just sounds really interesting, just I'll just give it a go, basically. <laughs> Amazing. That's kind of it. So, folks, um, you may have noticed that there was a jump in the audio because I couldn't be bothered to edit it properly, so it just skipped. It's because we were saying stuff that was highly inappropriate. But anyway, Sam. Um, thank you so much for your time. Uh, go to R Bing, which is A R Bing, like Chandler Bing. uk. Is that right? Is that is that right? Yeah, A R B I N G. uk. Wicked. You can get in touch with Sam there, and if you're just a fucking cool person or you've got a brewery idea, then um, he'll probably respond to you. Otherwise, he'll just uh, ignore you. Uh, I don't know though. Don't quote me. <laughs> uh, thank you, Sam, and uh, talk to you soon, mate.